Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Morning Overreaction, where I give a recap of three games from the previous day. Um, it was a pretty fun week in college football. Uh, you know, there were a few big games. There was an upset. Um, Alabama-Georgia, biggest game. One of the biggest games of the year, for sure. Um, so, you know, the fir- I feel like the beginning of the day was kind of slow. There weren't that many great games, but definitely got better uh, towards the nights. Uh, so... There's three games I want to talk about, so just, let's just jump right into it. So the first game that we're going to be talking about today is the Tennessee-Kentucky game. So this game, uh, Tennessee lost at home um, to unranked uh, Kentucky. Uh, they were Kentucky was 1-2 and two coming into this game, uh, and they lost by a lot, 34-7. to seven. Um, This game, so Tennessee's ranked number 18, Uh this game is just awful on all cylinders for Tennessee. Tennessee showed some life. Well, they blew out their first two uh, teams for wins, and then they were close against Georgia until the end. Uh, but, you know, coming into this, they had, you know, had a steam, but it did not go well for them. Um, in the first qu- uh, in the first half, uh, Tennessee scored 21 points, uh, but 14 of those points were for Kentucky. So that just kind of shows you they threw back-to-back pick sixes on back-to-back drives. And um, overall, Tennessee did not have a great game. So honestly, my reaction to this game is something I've been thinking for a long time. Um, I think that at this point, it's fairly obvious they need to fire Pruitt, um, Jeremy Pruitt, their uh, head coach. Because if you look at his record, he's 15-13, and 13, um, which in the SEC just does not cut it. Uh, and you have to be better of a storied program of Tennessee, um, and he's getting paid, you know, millions of dollars to go fifteen and thirteen. Uh, now they're two and two, and you know every year it's the same for Tennessee. They'll, you know, lose to all the good teams like Alabama, Georgia, you know, and then Auburn, and then occasionally like, you know, like win a bowl game. Uh, but if you can't beat Kentucky. Then, you know, I, I let the Georgia thing slide, but you have to beat Kentucky. Honestly, they're similar to A&M for me. They just lose to all the good teams and then, you know, beat up on the bad teams. Uh, and, I mean, it's just like, I I don't know. I He's a defensive coach, uh, Pruitt, and they've given up, they gave up 34 points to Kentucky. Now, granted, some of those were from the offense, but... Uh, they also gave up 44 points last week to Georgia um, and 27 points to South Carolina. Uh, you know, they have to be better, and it's just not working out for Tennessee. Um, they were finally ranked this year, you know. Maybe beat a good team like A&M or Auburn, you know, could have got them somewhere, maybe Florida. But losing to Kentucky, it's just, it's there's not enough. Um so pretty much it's been going this way for uh, Tennessee for a while now, but the past three seasons when Pruitt has been head coach, it just hasn't worked out. And so in my opinion, uh, he needs to be fired. But um, all right, uh, game two is the biggest game of the week. Um, everyone was talking about it for a while, and it had some lead up to it. It is number two Alabama versus number three Georgia. Uh this game was very close to not being coached by Nick Saban, but um, it turned out to be a false positive COVID test earlier in the week, and he ended up testing negative twice, so he's able to come in. Um, 
so this game was basically started off crazy. There were two interceptions in the first minute of the game. Um, Georgia really blew an opportunity to get some big momentum there um, because they got the interception first and then immediately threw another one, and it was just like, oh, man. Um, this game, the score is deceiving because it was, tw- like, Georgia was on top a lot of the game, leading 17-10, then 24-20 in the second half, uh, and then they just stopped scoring <laughs> and stopped getting stops, and it just all unraveled. And that's the Alabama way. You know, first half, you get used to it, kind of keep them in, and then the second half, you might as well turn it off. Um, that's what I did <laughs> uh, because it's really – there's no chance. And so my reaction to this game. Now, I I will say this. I'm a little bit contradicting myself, but I've changed my mind. I, I can change my mind, and I've changed my mind. Because after watching Clemson and after watching Alabama and Georgia, I'm saying that I think Alabama's the number one team in college football this year. And the reason I think that is because, you know, everyone talks about how Alabama plays no schedule, okay? But the SEC is actually one of the toughest conferences to play in this year. You know, you look at Alabama's schedule, and you see uh, they play A&M. Uh, they already played them. They destroyed them. And A&M's not a bad team. Um, you know, A&M beat Florida, uh, who is one of the best teams in college football. Um, you know, they're not a bad team. They're almost ranked top ten. Uh, they went on the road to play Ole Miss, which is a tough uh, environment to play in. Uh, the number three team in college football – Georgia, who I still think they're the third best team in college football. I still think that even after that loss, um, they go into Rocky Top at Tennessee. Uh, you know, and say what you will about Tennessee. I know I just bashed on them, but every SEC team, you know, especially when they're ranked, is still a tough team to play on the road. Um, and so that's still a tough game. You know, even though it, it's a rivalry, it's still a tough game. Uh, you got you got Auburn, um, who is ranked in the top fifteen. Uh, you know, I don't think they're as good as they've been in the past, but they're still a, a good team that is a huge rivalry, the Iron Bowl. And then you got other teams filled in, such as Kentucky, who just destroyed Tennessee on the road 34-7. You got on the road against Arkansas, who's had a pretty good year this year, and on the road against LSU, who haven't hasn't been great this year, but they won the national championship last year. So, I think that's a pretty good schedule. I'm just, I know that there are harder schedules, but to say that they're playing no one isn't true. And as they beat Georgia, you know, I'm starting to believe in them. And, you know, you compare that to Clemson, who plays an awful ACC schedule. ACC is one of the worst um, conferences in college football, no doubt. Um, but, you know, they play Georgia Tech, Wake Forest. Georgia Tech's one of the worst teams in college football. You know, you you got Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, the Citadel, the Citadel. Like, what is Clemson even playing? And, you know, let me say something about Clemson, because forget about schedules. I just wanted to bring that up because I know that that's the argument everyone's going to use is, well, Alabama plays a weak schedule, so I just want to prove that wrong. But now I my main point about the actual teams. Alabama is such a more well-rounded football team than Clemson. Okay, Clemson... You know, everyone's talking about them. Oh, they scored like 73 points. Who cares they scored 73 points? Texas. Okay, so everyone's freaking out because Trevor Lawrence threw five touchdowns in one half. Yeah, so did Sam Ellinger a few weeks ago. But do you know why no one cared that he did that? Because they played University of Texas at El Paso. 
So, you know, they played UTEP, and you're like, all right, well, whatever. Five touchdowns and a half, like, who cares? It's, like, literally the worst team, okay? So why are we giving that that credit to Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech is, like, University of Texas El Paso. Georgia Tech is so bad. They went, like, 3-9 and nine last year, and I think they're, like, 1-3 and three to start the season. You know, why are we giving Trevor Lawrence that credit when we don't give other players? Uh, it doesn't make sense. And, you know, I just feel like, Clemson is, I mean, uh, Alabama is so much more well-coached uh, and just a much more well-rounded team. I mean, if you go to the game that they played against Georgia, um, you know, their defense was incredible. They had uh, three interceptions off of Bennett, the um, the uh, Georgia quarterback. They had, um, they, Mac Jones had four touchdowns, um, 417 yards passing, Najee Harris, who's probably the most underrated running back in college football, he has been for many years, um, is, uh, had 152 yards and a touchdown, I mean, you know, they started out, like, a little rocky, but they just, it, you, it's so hard to play Alabama for 60 minutes, you know, Georgia stuck in there for 30 minutes, but it's just so hard to play them for 60 minutes, and it just unraveled for them, and, you know, I'm just saying, this team, it just, they're never out of it, and in my opinion, I could easily see Clemson uh, losing a game um, to, and you know, I, I, let me say something, let me say something, Clemson plays, the the one team that, that's good that they play all year is Notre Dame, because I'm not even going to count Miami. They almost lost to Pitt at home yesterday. I'm not even going to count Miami. Um, but the one good team that they play is Notre Dame on the road. And if they win that game, that's in like two, three weeks, if they win that game, especially by a big margin, I will eat my words. If Alabama loses, I will eat my words. And I will come on this podcast and talk about how I was wrong. And Clemson's the number one team. But as of right now, I mean, you know, I feel like Alabama's a much better team. You know, everyone hates Alabama, but there's a reason people hate them. I hate Alabama, but there's a reason. It's because no one wants to play Alabama. You know, I think Clemson is so much more beatable than than the Crimson uh, than Crimson Tide. But, you know, that's my opinion on that. I mean, the defense was incredible. I think Georgia is a, is a phenomenal team. Uh, Georgia, I still think, is the third best team in college football. Even after that loss, I still think they're the third best team. Um, and, you know, they have a great offense and a great defense. And Alabama dropped 41 on them and got three picks off of them. I, I, I think people underestimate how good Alabama is and just say, oh, well, it's Alabama. But Clemson's the new shiny toy. But in my opinion, I think I think uh, Alabama is much um, better than Clemson. But like I said, we'll see in that Notre Dame game. It's only week five. I'm curious to see if the AP puts Alabama as number one. I know it's week five, so it doesn't totally matter. But I am interested to see if they do. Um, But yeah, that is the second game and my reaction. So the next and final game I want to talk about is the... Big game uh, at night. Um, it was a little overshadowed by the Georgia-Alabama game, rightfully so, but it was a little overshadowed when it was actually a huge, huge, huge game and a little bit of an upset. Number five Tar Heels, which, yeah, the, the North Carolina Tar Heels were number five. I know. This is not basketball. Um, we're playing uh, Florida State Seminoles, who have had a pretty awful season. Uh, they had an abysmal record of 1-3 and three coming into this game. Um, meanwhile, North Carolina was 3-0. And they were favored by a lot. Um, And, you know, 
Florida State pulled it out. Now, the score is deceiving. The score is 31-28, but it was actually... um, they let Florida State led thirty one seven in the third quarter, um, like midway through the third quarter. So you know they did score a few touchdowns at the end, but this game got out of hand very very fast. It is a little bit worrisome that Florida State did not score at all in the second half. But you know when you go up thirty one, if you score thirty one points in the first half, it, it sometimes becomes a little unnecessary. <laughs> um, but my reaction to this game. And people have been saying this for years, but this year it's more of a debatable thing because it's more of, like, people are like, oh, no, that's not true. You know, they have these teams. But my reaction is that the ACC is the worst conference in college football. You know, people say, oh, but but what about Miami, who was ranked number 7, now they're ranked number 13, and what about North Carolina, ranked number 5, and then obviously Clemson. Okay, listen. Those two teams are so overrated. Okay, North Carolina, what? They beat Syracuse, Boston College, and Virginia Tech. And to say something about the... And by the way, by not huge margins. And to say something about the Virginia Tech game, North Carolina was up like 35. And then it ended up being a super close game. And they almost blew a 35-point lead. You know, North Carolina was never a number five team, and I think we all knew that. It was just a matter of time until they lost. Honestly, though, Florida State, that's pretty laughable. Um, uh, You know, their quarterback who, um, listen, I feel like Sam Howell isn't the worst quarterback ever, but definitely, oh my gosh, he was struggling so much in this game. People were talking about him for, like, Heisman, and, like, he's one of the best quarterbacks, like, you know, in college football, but, I mean, come on, you know, we got 20 for 36, and, you know, 34.9 quarterback rating, like, seriously, um, he was horrible in the first half, and the final play of the game, well, there was three straight drops to end the game, and they had a chance to tie it. The final play of the game, it would it would it would go down as a drop, but oh my gosh, the running back was wide open, wide open, and he made a horrible throw that made a, a difficult catch. It still should have been caught, but it was a much more difficult catch than it would have been if he had just made an easy throw, which he could have. He wasn't under that much pressure. He could have just thrown it in there. It was a super easy pass. I mean, Hal is so overrated. People were coming to the season tell- saying, like, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Look, people were, like, seriously. People were totally overrating him. And I said it from the beginning, and I just, there we go again. You know, you get blown out 31-7 in the first half. I don't feel bad for you if you lose at the end. You know, I mean, the Florida State, really? I mean, Florida State, we were talking about Georgia Tech earlier. Florida State almost lost to Georgia Tech. Um, you know, it's it's a little bit um, it's disappointing uh, for North Carolina, for sure. But I honestly don't have much sympathy for the ACC. You go over to Miami, who is another overrated team. They almost lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, which that game is a lot closer than it looks on the box score. It's 31 to uh, 19 on the box score, but it was actually a lot closer than that shows. Um, you know, and uh, Pitt could they literally could not stop Pitt in the second ha- uh, in the third quarter. Um, you know, I'm just saying the 
ACC is not a great conference. And, you know, honestly, they're a little bit top-heavy, but, like, the top isn't even that great, if that makes sense. You know, the ACC just has so much trash at the bottom. I mean, Louisville 0-4, Duke 1-5, Syracuse 1-3, Virginia 1-3, Florida State 1-3, Wake Forest 1-2, Pitt 2-3. You know, they got Georgia Tech, who we already talked about them. Uh, Boston College, you know, 2-2, two and two, Virginia Tech. You know, I, I'm just saying, the ACC is just like, they have Clemson, and that's really it. And every year, and you know, this is where I start to get upset, is every single year, you have the AP and the, um, you know, the polling, whatever, people who make the polls, you know, try and, like, put the ACC so high. I mean, what happens is, a team like North Carolina or a team like Miami will, like, beat a bunch of bad ACC teams at the beginning of the year, and then they'll rank them really high, and everyone's like, oh, this team's not bad, and then they play a real team and they get destroyed, and that's what's happened to Miami, that's what's happened to North Carolina, although they didn't even play a real team, they just played Florida State, for goodness sake, um, but, you know, seriously, and it's every year, the AC, they just get by with the easy ACC schedule, and as soon as they play a good team, they lose. And then they lose a bowl game. And that's what happens. The only team from the ACC that's worth noting is Clemson. ACC, by far, the worst, or at least the most overrated um, uh, conference in college football. Um, if you're going to count Notre Dame, I, I mean, they're independent, but I just, I guess for this year. But, you know, look at, at the SEC, what they have, they have Vanderbilt, and, you know, that's pretty much it. Like, as, like, they're really bad teams. I mean, Arkansas, <laughs> say what you will about Arkansas, but they're actually really good this year. Um, you know, by the way, I've what I've watched from them, they're actually playing very good football. They should have beaten Auburn, as I said last week. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, this the this conference is just not, is not a good conference. And, you know, the Big Ten, the SEC... Uh, Big 12, even Pac-12, but I'm not really counting them because they haven't really played this year. Um, you know, those conferences are just so much, just, they have so much less trash at the bottom. I mean, Clemson wins, like, what, 12 games in a year, a regular season or whatever, and, like, 10 of those are trash games. Like, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, Pitt, you know, Florida State, Syracuse, Duke, and Louisville. Like, seriously, what is this conference? So, I'm just saying, um, you know, the uh, the ACC is so much worse. So, that goes back to my point about Alabama. Say what you will about their, like, weak schedule or whatever, but no one's talking about how Clemson has to do the same thing. And just because a few of the teams get ranked early in the season because they played Georgia Tech and, like, won – doesn't mean that they're a ranked team. And as soon as they play a good team, they lose. And Florida State isn't even a good team. Um, North Carolina, I mean, that's the thing. I think we all knew that North Carolina wasn't a great team. You know, it, it, we, everyone says, that, oh, it's a top five upset. You really think this was a top five team? Like, just think about that. Do you think North Carolina was a top five team? You know, like, do you think North Carolina was on par with Georgia? You know? Or, or, or you know, like Florida or something like that. Like, you know, I mean, they're really not. And that's why, it, or Notre Dame, it just, but yeah. So that's my main reaction from the North Carolina um, loss to Florida State. But uh, yeah, it's about going to wrap it up for the um, second episode of the Sunday Morning Overreaction. Um, you know, definitely some great games, but um, 
it just gets better. The Big Ten is back next week. I'm so excited. And in two weeks, we have Penn State, Ohio State, one of the biggest games of the year. Uh, but definitely next week, I'm going to be making an episode about all the Big Ten teams and obviously the other teams as well. But I'm really excited for the Big because my favorite conference is the Big Ten. And so I, I think they're just the most fun to watch. You know, in my opinion, I feel like – well, one last opinion here. I feel like the Big 12 is no defense, all offense. And the SEC is like no – offense all defense but you know Big Ten's kind of a good medium so I am you know excited about the Big Ten coming back um but yeah thank you all for listening um uh, any feedback is appreciated in the voice messages or any kind of thing like that um but yeah thank you so much for listening uh, I'll be coming out more pod- podcasts soon and uh see you in the next one